Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Welcome to Fire Team Chat. Welcome back, everybody. We are here again in 2017 for our first episode. Joining me today is Sean Finnegan. Chomp, chomp, chomp. Hello, everyone. Chomp, chomp, chomp. We are dusting off the cobwebs. We are ready to talk about Destiny again. Sort of. It's been a little slow, but we have yeah. some interesting stuff to discuss. We got the first blog post of the year. We're going to talk about some rumors that we heard over the break and how we feel about hearing these rumors. Like, do we think they're true? And we're going to talk about Destiny 2 a little bit and Iron Banner, of course. All right. Don't forget, you can leave us a review. You can watch us on YouTube.com slash FireteamChat. And like I said, I am dusting off the cobwebs, so I'm a little rambly in the beginning. <laughs> but let's get into it, Sean. Let's talk right away. Uh, raid return rumors. These have been swirling around for a while. We've talked about them before. It's one of my favorite topics on the show. Oh, yeah. Um, I want to talk about why it could work. And why it might not. Hmm. So, first of all, it could work because it would be amazing. They could redo all the weapons. And I feel like I saw this online somewhere. Somebody did either a mock or a fake of raid weapons redesigned. Uh, some people dug through the code and they found some stuff. Um, would it work? Yes. Short answer. I would love it if they brought back the raid weapons and gave us a reason to go back into those raids to get current light level standard weapons i would love that and now are we talking here about all raid weapons particular raid weapons from like specific raids because well let's start with i got the purple one let's start with the legendaries okay yes you know you have you have the exotics we'll talk about vex and stuff a little later yeah so (laughs) let's let's talk about uh the purples because there was some really fantastic stuff especially in vault of glass yeah fate bringer best pv weapon of all time yeah uh myth class and they've kind of Mate, oh, Black not class. Not, not that's a, that's not a, yeah, yeah, vault, vault weapon. But what was the, what was the another scout? great? What was the scout? The scout. Uh, I have it still in my vault. Oh, I can't oh, it. oh, God! It's not. I wanted to say the dra- cryptic dragon, but that's nope, okay. that's not it. That's, that's vision uh, of confluence. There you go. Yes. Yeah. Okay. It took me a second. Uh, yeah. So there's some fantastic stuff, but one problem we just mentioned to legendaries that have. Elemental damage, something that was removed from the game later. So they would need to introduce some new equivalent, and they have with a few hand cannons. Uh, but I don't know. How can they make it work? Well, I don't know. I mean, I think you don't have to do much to sell the Destiny audience on retrofitted raid weapons, right? Like, I think that everyone wants to go back to getting, you know, year one Vapebringer, like, all sort of Vision of Confluence. Like, these are weapons that, like... They were the first weapons that we got that were super awesome that everyone wanted because it was from the first raid, the first, like, high-end content. And, like, mm-hmm. we like – as Destiny players, we like to kind of look back at the stuff we've done and kind of – we're nostalgic about things like that, right? Like, mm-hmm. 
that's what's really cool about reintroducing those weapons. So you don't have to sell people on that. But like you pointed out, there could be some conflicts, right? Like reintroducing things into an updated sandbox. Because if you take a look at the game Destiny is now versus what it was back then, mm-hmm. it's actually wildly different. There's all Very sorts of so. balance tweaks and different design changes that have gone into even just the weapons, never mind the world and stuff. Mm-hmm. That like, I don't know. I just don't. I I, I wonder if it's feasible. For uh, for Destiny devs to really put that much effort into going back and retrofitting weapons when I know that ninety percent of their effort is being directed ninety five a ninety eight percent of their effort is being directed towards Destiny two right now Definitely. like it can't really be that high of a priority for them to introduce weapons that already were in the game before yeah so that's a good jumping off point to talk about some of the stuff that Datto talked about about why it wouldn't work. And some of the things he brought up were the weapon system being different, uh, how primaries don't have elemental damage. I mean, they could work around that. That one would probably be the easiest problem yeah, to I solve. Yeah, I mean, maybe introduce a little perk or something that, like, takes place. That gives the weapon some character that isn't just the mm-hmm. elemental damage, yeah. But he did bring up that Crota, the Crota raid mm-hmm. uh, is very messed up. In what way? Like, uh, there's a ton of problems with its structure, and it's very easily gamed. Like, people can... Hack through it basically, so that we would have Are to. Are you talking about like it. skipping the bridge and stuff, stuff like that? Stuff like that, and that kind of stuff. and sure. I don't know if Bungie really wants their player base doing stuff like that. But one thing Dado did point out was that maybe they don't care. They are focused on Destiny Two. Ninety-eight percent of them are. Mm-hmm. So maybe they just do it anyway. That is a possibility. But is that the type of content that they want to put forward? I doubt it. I don't think Bungie would do something like that. They would introduce something new and cool. Besides the weapons, about the raid mechanics, like new enemy types in those areas, because if it's just the same experience, I don't know if people would like it as much. I feel like. Do you think it's easier? Well, see, that seems a little. uh, I don't know. I mean, they both sound difficult to me, not being a game developer, right? Like retrofitting weapons. I'm not saying they'd be easy. easy. But also, yeah, like the same thing is like introducing new enemy types and archetypes into a raid, like. Mm I don't know. That also sounds really hard. Because then you got to rebalance and everything. But they yep. have to figure out a way to stop people from doing stuff like skipping the bridge. Yep. I don't know how you do that without changing that whole level. Just, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, because you got to go across one at a time. Well, and... because, yeah. Well, yeah, so that was the goal, right? If but you like, don't have the sword, you hit an invisible wall. I just about every yeah. class with a sword can figure out a way to get across alone, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's... And, and you can jump on top of the building and just stay up there and yep. shoot everybody. Yep. Yeah, so those are definitely valid concerns, but there's nothing going on in Destiny right now. Every content is very light. We have Iron Banner coming back, which most of us have done enough times that we don't need to do it anymore. It's a very fun event. I'm not uh, saying anything negative about the event itself. I'm just saying it's something we've done. It's not a new thing. Uh, We don't know what's coming in the future. Let me just read really quick what they've said. For starters, you haven't heard the last from the live team at Bungie. They're hard at work on another content update that will give you new reasons to fight. Before renewed orders from the Vanguard arrive, there are a bunch of fixes for some issues you've been talking about. Cool. I mean, it's always nice to hear that stuff is coming down the pipeline. I just wonder what it'll be. Yeah. And a lot of people have been asking that about the live live team. Yes, we got Sparrow Racing. And uh, uh, what did you think of the Dawn? Event. Donning, yes. I thought it was actually a big improvement over last year's Donning, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I've said this before on the show. I don't really I don't really get into, like, the sort of holiday event type stuff. Like, mm-hmm. 
uh, I'm very, very progression focused, and the idea of collecting, I don't know. Armor, gear. Armor, gear. Yeah, armor and gear and stuff, but that is holiday theme that I'm not going to use outside of the holiday stuff or outside of the tower. Like, it doesn't really interest me. But at the same time, I was reading a lot of feedback on Reddit and on Twitter from people who are playing the Donning, and almost across the board, it was, like, very good. Yeah. People seem to really like it. Strike scoring is really, really fun, and I really like the opportunities, uh, the the exotic quests. I mean, while they were simple, they were something to do. They were something to chase. I have a different problem. Yeah, that stuff's all really awesome. I'm at capacity with my gear so if they're going to introduce any new event <clears throat> i need to just start deleting stuff that i don't really want to delete and i have to go through that sort of period of time where i spend an hour two hours figuring out what gear i have what i need to get rid of oh what's the role on all these these guns because it's a weird it's a good problem to have they're giving me so much now i have like every few weeks, I got to just dump some weapons because I'm like, all right, how many how many scout rifles do I have? All right, which scout rifles that's am I keeping, so and what do I need to get rid of? That's my game time with Destiny, and that's not fun. Yeah, that and is I get not that. a fun experience. Uh, we joked, I think, a couple of weeks ago that we were. I think we got into an argument, not an argument, but like a discussion out in the editorial pit about like classifying game types. Right? Yeah. We were talking about because one of the editors out there qualified Uncharted as a shooter. Would you call Uncharted a shooter? No, it's a third-person action adventure. Right. But the primary way you engage with the world in that game shooting is shooting. Stuff. So mm-hmm. by our own classification, it could be considered a shooter. Anyway, this discussion led to what is Destiny? Mm-hmm. And the joke was it's not a shooter. It's an inventory management game. It's like a spreadsheet <laughs> game. It is. Because that is kind of what yeah. you're doing is you're sitting and you're looking at your vault all the time. Mm-hmm. I personally don't have that problem because I'm not a big collector. I, like I said, I'm very progression-focused. So I'm taking a look at what armor and weapons are going to allow me to do X raids or pvp in the most efficient possible way Mm -hmm. and once i find that way i don't want to deviate unless i find something that is better and the donning the strike exotic or all uh you know strike specific weapons like they're cool to have and i think it's awesome to go out and be able to get something like that especially if it's a challenge it's not that high of a priority for me i would love to see again more events that are just giving me reasons to want to explore the world more and better my character yeah, for me that is a new raid. That that I mean that's I I talk about it so much on the show because I I really want it and I know that's selfish to say and it's not easy for them to give that to us but I'm not the only one. Well, you know what's Everybody's be... talking about this and making rumors about this because this is what the community wants. This would be great. Yeah, but you're just not going to get it. Yeah. Sometimes in games we don't get what we want. And... I mean it's not even just that. It's also just like look at we think we've made predictions on this show before that Destiny 2's a lot of people think it's we coming think out it's this year. We think it's the end of the year this year. Yeah. Yeah. If it's really that close, I think there's I just said, no way that you have the resources to design a new raid from scratch. Even if you started like a year ago and have yeah. it live by the end of this year. Like for a game that's on – like it's in the twilight yeah. of its time, you're just not going to get it. What I have said before, which I think is much more likely and much more possible and potentially something that they implement in Destiny 2 is – Way, way more strikes. Mm-hmm. Like, my favorite thing to do... New? Str- new? Yeah. I mean, it would be awesome if we I don't know. I think so. I mean, you're right. It's not... Yeah. It's They're not easy to make. I'm not yeah. saying they're easy to make, but they're... I would imagine they're easier than a raid. Like, right? you're going to get one new strike even a month for the rest of the year. Guaranteed. Oh, even that would be you so... Know? that Even that would be enough to get me reinvested in the game from a PvE standpoint, right? Because, yeah. like I said... 
I outside of the raid, in terms of PVE, I love just grinding the strike playlist. Mm-hmm. And I think there's this tremendously missed opportunity on oh, Bungie's part to really explore the universe, right? Like the strike where uh, Shield Brothers, right? The strike where you learn so much about the Cabal mm-hmm. as like a race and what they're doing in your uh, solar system. And like that, you learn so much about this race that has just been in Destiny since the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, that you didn't know before. And I think, like, how come we haven't seen that happen with the Fallen or the Vex, even though we got a lot of storytelling about them in, you know, Vault of Glass, or any of the other races? There's just this, like, opportunity for them to take deep dives and unveil the lore of the universe to us through a strike where you off- where it's shorter, it's more focused in design, and you can get them out. And I would, like, if I were me, if it were me, if I was at Bungie, I'd be like, I want what do I need to make a new strike every month in terms yeah. of resources? Every month there's a new strike and like maybe your playlist is 15 or 20 strikes, right? And you can rotate the ones that people don't like as much out, redesign them, upgrade them, put them back in. There's just like a constant it's rotation. It's reused areas, you know? It's like sure. sectioned off areas and then you build the mechanics around those areas. Yeah. That's how easy it is. So what's up? Yeah, no, just <laughs> file export. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, like, I just think that there's this, yeah, there's an opportunity there to get people really interested in the world. Like I said, I'm the type of player who I love to grind strikes even if there's nothing to gain from them because I like, one, I like playing the game. And then, two, I like learning more about the world. And I think there's that's your opportunity right there. Yeah. Uh, hopefully that's maybe one of the – that seems like a reasonable thing, not a new strike every month, but maybe one or two new strikes before the end of the year in, in terms of maybe what the live team is planning on, you know, deploying. Uh, yeah, I just don't think you're going to get a raid. So the highest we can hope for is those, I think. I think we'll get repurposed old raids. I think at best we get the same raids upgraded with a few new mechanics. Like it won't be drastically different. They add some little things and uh, we get new weapons. Mm-hmm. But with that announcement, like that would be a huge announcement yep. from them. With that announcement, they got to tell us what we're doing with the old gear. Like, are they going to give us a kiosk for all that stuff that we unlocked or what? Because that's taking up the... The people that play raids, one other thing Dado brought up is like 2% of players play raids. So few people play them that yep. reintroducing something at this scale would only be for the hardcore players. Yep. And that that's a little dangerous. I mean, it is from a business a standpoint, time investment, but like yeah. if you're going to take a if you're going to take a risk as a game developer, I would totally bet on the hardcore people. For me, that yeah. would be like the bow that they put on Destiny. Like if that was the last update or man, what if they did that in a rollout sort of structure there's so much they could do there they could do all right we're doing vault of glass this month come back in april for the next one and, and it's then, crota zen or something and then it's crota zen i would love yeah. to see retro yeah i mean that would be awesome i'd be so on board with that um you just got me thinking about like what would i like to see i would love to see a retrofitted a retrofitted uh prison of elders but that isn't just three or five waves or whatever it was before they kind of did that though no but that is it's still three it's still a finite number of waves oh like just i want go until firefight that's yeah. what i want just go until you die yeah. like get the highest score you can like that would be so awesome yeah right? and that's that's all existing stuff that they could make so that would be pretty easy to re- refit it seems yeah i mean like increasing difficulty though that would be the challenging part I it, would it just more units like, <laughs> like yeah. that's all it is like well you, you got to worry about uh processor resources and RAM resources. And okay, stuff yeah, like yeah, that, yeah, sure. Know, so. Like, there's probably some technical limitations in the game. It's already pretty tough, though. No, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like, wouldn't it be awesome if you could dive into Prison of Elders with two of your most hardcore Guardian friends and just 
coordinate strategy to see how long you can live. Like, yeah. And then people are competing I, to get to wave 15, 20, Dude, in Halo 25. Reach, I would just camp for, like, Grumpocalypse. And well, I did so, that for so many hours. And that's what's so cool is, like, that type of that type of gameplay, extended period gameplay, like, it changes the weapon types and your loadouts, right? Because suddenly you're not aiming for burst deep dips. You're yeah. aiming for survivability. You're aiming for sustainability. Like, mm. you're coordinating supers. You're maximizing your orb usage. Like, I don't know. It just gets – that's the type of hardcore play that I would love to get. And that doesn't – to me, it doesn't seem like that big of a jump because you already have the Prison of Elders area. You already have the enemy types. All you have to do is – balance a little bit to see to make sure waves don't get too hard too fast mm-hmm. i don't know i'm not a game dev i have no idea it's it's probably extremely hard <laughs> and i'm just making light of it but i man that would be so cool maybe it's a destiny 2 thing so speaking of destiny 2 before we get there let's talk about iron banner briefly uh it's back basically uh you got chest and arms and uh the weapons are sidearm and rockets cool i have so, those already so so yeah uh, i have those already i'm not going to play very much so i don't know if we really want to spend <laughs> what else is there to say really you you've gotten yeah. everything from iron banner there, do we know what mode it is i believe it was clash mm. which was fine yeah, I, we've talked about that before, we, too. We right? like Capture the Flag more. I, yeah, I mean, I still think Control is the best. That, well, that's what I meant. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, Control. Okay, because when you say— I like that the guy who's playing Halo didn't call it CTF. I did, the guy yeah. who plays Destiny. So. Well, that's the thing is, like, when you—because in Destiny, when you call it CTF, what you mean is Rift, Rift but it's yeah. not really— yeah. You're right. It's you're not right. really Capture the Flag. Definitely. Like, because there's just the one spark. But yeah, I, I'm more like assault in Halo or I, one bomb in Halo. I'm just like uh, not incentivized at all to go into Iron Banner. It's like, well, it's I'm just, not saying they shouldn't do it or it's bad that they're doing this or anything. Of course, we love Iron Banner, but for me personally, I've done it. I've gotten all the gear. It's I don't have the vault space. Yeah, and I mean, here's I'd the rather thing. play Trials. Destiny is a progression-oriented game, and there's nowhere to progress right now. Mm-hmm. Like. It sounds like we're hating, but we're not. We're really three years deep I, into a game that has been so good in terms of the gameplay department that I, we're still playing it three years later. I play like, every Tuesday. I'm still hunting my icebreaker. There's so much to be said about a game that you could spend. I mean, how many hours have you played this game? Uh, over a thousand. It's over a thousand. Yeah, I just like I'm at 850, 900 hours, something like yeah. that. Like there's so few people out there in the gaming world who put that many hours into a single game. Like, Even like Mass Effect 1 and 2, it's... Uh, I checked my saves because I'm playing through it right now, and it's like 30 to 35 hours for one and two per yeah. game, per yeah. game. Yeah. That's nowhere near how much time I've spent in the world of Destiny. Exactly. So, like, that's – so huge props to Bungie and uh, and and the team over there for being able to design a game that that is – that's so – it's so fun to play mm-hmm. that we just get to – like, even if you're not gaining anything from it, yeah. you're just having fun. That's awesome. But at the same time, like, if – the hook of Destiny is this sort of upward regression, right? Like, the more you play, the the the, the more you achieve, the better your character gets. Mm-hmm. And, like, we're just at the tail end of the game now where you're not getting any better. So it's yeah. like you kind of lost a lot of the incentive, you know? And, like, that's the thing is that's where, in my mind, that's where Destiny falls short compared to a game like Halo, for instance, is, yes, the gameplay is really, really good. But if... You remove the progression out of it, the progression hook for the players, and you're making it just about the skill cap, whereas the more you play, the more you achieve, the better you get at the game. Mm-hmm. If that's the hook, there are better games for that. For yeah. instance, Halo. Right now. And I, I think 
the reason that's happening, though, is because we're so far advanced in the world of Destiny. Totally. Now, if I hadn't done a bunch of the raids yet and there was still a light level to chase or just anything, really, like the only reason I play on Tuesday is because all I, all I feel like I need to complete my experience is get that last exotic that's not unlocked. Mm-hmm. There's uh, the, the volley that isn't unlocked yet that a lot of people are wondering about. They're just like, did it get cut? Like, what happened? Um, so, yeah. Uh, we we're gonna transition into Destiny two, so let's talk about that. So there's a lot of history here with Destiny one that we have. There's our armor, uh, the raids that we've played, the weapons, the ghosts that we've collected, all the gear. So this question was posed on Planet Destiny, and I thought it would be a fun discussion topic. We were light, so I, I looked around to see kind of what the conversation was in the community, and I thought we could have it today, Sean. So let's do it. What is here? The we here we go. Would a fresh start be better for Destiny Two? Hmm. And what I'm wondering is, what if they just kind of reset? Your guardian's gone. Your gear's gone. They have to do some sort of incentivization for players who played Destiny One and then went into Destiny Two. They know that. Like, I don't know how they handle that. But for yeah. me, for me, because mechanically the game is rigid, it's you get stuff, it either goes in your vault or you delete it. And then, yeah, I don't know. It's just weird with all the different – you have armor parts, you have weapon parts, you have glimmer, you have uh, ascendant materials, you have helium filaments, all these little materials that you got to worry about and manage. What if they just scrapped it and started over? And that's been the rumor that that might be how they go. <clears throat> yeah, so, I mean... Would it, would it be beneficial to the game and to the community to sort of start over with some sort of... I don't know what they do there. I don't know what the solution is there. Yeah, but, so here's here's an yeah. example of where someone... Okay, so in Diablo, uh, when you when you played Diablo 3 for the first time and mm-hmm. then you finished that and got to max level and finished all the high-end content, yeah. when Reaper of Souls came out and... Uh, which is the big expansion, players who had finished all the original content, like it was still a reset, right? Like you could still create new characters. There was all this new stuff, right? Uh, Your characters weren't erased or anything. Let's be clear about that. You still had your characters. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I guess it wasn't entirely a restart or a fresh start. I know what you're saying, though. But players who had accomplished stuff in the previous game were awarded something in Reaper of Souls, which were the wings, right? Like you get these big glowing, like, angel wings, which look totally awesome Mm -hmm. if you're – if you're – a Diablo fan, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But they're on your character, they glow, and new players are always like, whoa, what are those? Mm-hmm. And you're like, you had to play the first one, you know? Yeah. Like, there was no other way to get it. I think now you can get them a bunch of different ways because, yeah. I don't know. Players it, want them. Players want it, yeah, totally. Yeah. But, like, maybe that's one way of incentivizing people, like, who played the first game. Mm-hmm. Something small like that would be the best thing to do, I think, if you're going to do something like this. But it's all in relation to what we're hearing about Destiny 2, right? Like, the rumor is... That Destiny Two is going to be like a wildly different game, like yep. very, very, like not even almost unrecognizable from the first mm-hmm. one, minus that it takes place in the same. It's still universe bungee, still, you'll yeah. still, it'll feel right. Yeah, it'll feel like Destiny. It'll be Destiny, but like w- a bunch of new features, new mechanics, story, new, yeah, all sorts of different mm-hmm. stuff, right? Um, because the rumor is it's supposed to launch on PC, right? Including That's PC, the rumor. not launch on PC. When no, you but say it also that way, launch on PC. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. like. It will launch on consoles. So mechanically, and PC. there's new stuff to consider, right? But if you just take a look at games like that that are on PC in the past, like they tend to be way more deep than mm-hmm. Destiny has been for consoles. And if Bungie wants to entice that PC crowd, 
they're going to have to do a ton of stuff. Transmog. So yeah, that's one of them. Yeah, that's another really cool feature. But, yeah, so, like, the point is if you believe those rumors, and I kind of do think, like, we're going to see – I don't think we have any idea of what Destiny 2 is going to be like. I think it's going to – I think they're going to reveal it, and we're going to be like, whoa, this looks crazy different in a good way. Uh, then I think you have to do some sort of incentivization. But, like, if you want to retain your core player base – I don't know. Don't wipe characters. Like, I think you can't get rid of most of the main systems. Helium filaments, like your your inventory, all the stuff that That's you would gonna suck in there. That's going to be massively revamped. Yeah. I, I, would, I would bet money right now that they revamp the inventory system massively. Yeah. It's a huge problem with totally. this Totally. And, you know, wipe wipe all of my resources, glimmer, helium filaments, yeah. like uh, expendables, consumables. Yeah. I don't care about any of that crap. Mm-hmm. Weapons and armor, I feel like... You gotta, you gotta get something. rid of them somehow, mm-hmm. but you can't just like delete them without any without giving anything in return mm-hmm. to the player. I mean, with transmog, maybe you just get uh, the ability to. Oh, did you beat Vault of Glass in Destiny One? You can make your armor set look like the Vault of Glass oh, gear. Okay, that's a cool. Did oh, you... so there's this great system in Counter Strike. Uh, yeah. I don't I don't know what it's called. It's like an upgrade system though, where if you're collecting skins of a certain quality type, like mm-hmm. the common or whatever, right? You can group ten of those together, turn them into one weapon in a card, and then you submit that card, and it randomly gives you a weapon that is of a higher quality. Yeah. One weapon, right? So it's like trading ten uncommons for one rare, mm-hmm. and it's a random rare. Like, And maybe that rare item is from, if it was Destiny, let's say, like it's one of the new legendary weapons maybe oh, yeah. or something. Like, like that you shred would be really your cool. exotic and you get something new? Well, not an exotic, mm-hmm. but yeah, like let's say you had ten old legendary weapons yeah. and c- grouping those two together and mm-hmm. then turning it into i don't know the cryptarch or whatever gave you an exotic engram back but it's from destiny year two or whatever destiny two destiny two which is what it'll be called yeah you're, you're gonna lose that bet <laughs> you think <laughs> yeah i don't know <laughs> we'll see we will see but something like That's that a really could good be idea cool, right mm-hmm. because that way i'm giving away the weapons that i need to get away right so yeah. they're not taking up inventory space or yeah. vault space you'll still but have... i'm still gaining something they, you know? they would never you would still have them in the world of Destiny 1. Yeah. But your Destiny 2 character, hey, like, we look back in the history of your ghost, and he had this other guardian in Destiny 1. And because wow, that that was your, your guardian, um, you can uh, access his memories. And his so memories you, include everything he did. There's a lot they could do there. It's very Assassin's Creedy. Yeah. But, so you're on board with the idea of, like, characters being wiped? See, I don't like that either. There I has, like my ugly character. There has to be something in Destiny 2 that allows you to kind of retain the soul of who your previous character was. But I want it. I'm ready to put Destiny 1 on the shelf and remember my experience with it. And I'm ready for Bungie to deliver something completely new that I'm not necessarily completely comfortable with. Well, I mean, like, I'll be comfortable that... gameplay-wise, but I'll be in unfamiliar territory. And to me, that means I get to learn again like I have with Destiny. Yeah, yeah, okay, I see what you're getting at. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's entirely impossible with retaining your character, right? I agree. I think they could – they're going to have to do it in a way. People would be furious if they were just like, yeah, your character's gone. Get over it. Yeah, because like in Mass, like they, Mass Effect 2 mm-hmm. from Mass Effect 1, they're totally different games, yeah. but your character's still the same, right? Carried over. Yeah, so it's like – Well, it could be or you could totally change your character if you wanted to. So, like, you yeah. had the ability where it's like, do you want to import your save? Yes. Would you like to customize your appearance? Yes or no? Mm-hmm. So, like, maybe even something as simple as that. Like, hey, do you want to customize your appearance going into Destiny 2? Pick your best gear because that's 
how you're going to oh, start Destiny 2. That's not a bad idea. You're allowed to carry over one exotic primary, one special, and one heavy. Choose wisely. You know, actually, that's not Something a bad idea, like that right? Like really you, neat. yeah. Let's say plus like, you got all this glimmer and other crap that retains. Well, so I imagine value I imagine too. the weapons you discovered, at least on the exotics and the yeah. armor, will still be available through kiosks. But mm-hmm. yeah, like I love. I actually kind of like that idea of like forcing you to choose. Yeah, one at of the each. beginning of Destiny Two, it's like import your character, yes, no, import, and then it's like all right, outfit your character, and then you get to choose one item per slot. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah, and everything else you just have to earn throughout the game. Like that's yeah. cool. Uh, and then to maybe me, I you... feel like what I did in Destiny One still mattered. Yeah, it's like it's like your old guardian passes along stuff to your new guardian. You know, mm-hmm. so I really like that that concept. I think that'd be. And really then like fun. you jump into the game world and you see another guardian. He's like, I chose to bring my Thunderlord along. And you're like, well, Galahorn for sure. Yeah, you know? like, I <laughs> yeah. think that's that could be pretty cool. Yeah, it'd be definitely an interesting mechanic. Yeah, but so do you think the fresh start would be better? Is the question. Oh, man. I mean, it's so hard to say, right? Like, there's pros and cons on both sides. I hate to straddle the fence you here, gotta but it's so You got to pick one or the hard. other. Okay. I'm going with I'm going to yes. say no. No. Yeah. So you want all the same mechanics? No, 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 you no, want no, no. Vault. I would like – okay. Yeah. When, I'm, when you're saying fresh start, yeah. what I mean is your character has gone, your progression has gone, you're starting a new character. I'm not saying I want the exact same game. Yeah. Like, sure, new mechanics, new features, new things to do, new environments, new everything. I want a new game, definitely. But I don't. I I do want my character, mm-hmm. the one I've been working on. I love the idea of forcing them to choose which mm-hmm. armor set that they like, take I think, into the second game. Because like, if you if if you go to, like they're resetting light level, your light level is getting reset. Almost, I'm almost positive about that. Yeah, but, I mean, remember when there yeah. was no such thing as light level? Yeah. Like, because that's might a, that's a system be. that's troublesome. Also, okay, you start at light level forty, but so basically you don't have to play the first half of the Destiny two. It'd be weird, right? They're gonna have to reset everybody's progression to zero with Destiny two. Sure, you're guarding all your yeah. gear. Let's say your guardian and your gear come over, right? Uh-huh. They still have to reset you to level zero. Yeah. So that you're working towards. And eventually, you, your old gear will just be garbage. Yeah. And I mean, I'm fine with that. I want my old gear to become outdated because I want to earn new gear. But I just have this idea of, like, Destiny has gone to such great lengths mm-hmm. to make sure that the world of Destiny and the universe of Destiny is consistent. So mm-hmm. much so that, like, they didn't even introduce private matches because that doesn't work in the lore of Destiny. Yeah. Uh, like even PvP, it's like you're jumping into a practice match. It's the Crucible. We have it so Guardians can keep their oh, skills yeah, yeah, yeah. sharp. Like even that has like a place in the universe, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it would just seem backwards for them to be like all of that stuff you spent three years <laughs> doing. None of it matters. Yeah, it's like yeah. brand new everything. Like it just doesn't seem like destiny. You know, I don't think it'll be completely brand new. I think there'll be they'll figure out ways to honor what you did in the original game. I, I feel pretty confident about that. But yeah, yeah, it yeah. will also feel like a reset. It'll because to, to me, all that gear almost feels burdensome. Where like to the point where it's detrimental to my playtime with destiny one where i have to do on fun stuff to get to the fun stuff mm-hmm. and i would love some sort of reset mechanic what that looks like we could talk about for longer but yeah yeah cool that was our first episode of 2017 everybody we hope you had a good time it's good to be back it is great to be back sean where can people follow you on twitter uh shot by finnegan is where i'm at on twitter and instagram i'm always talking about video games and lots movies. and lots of movies so yeah. if you're into that kind of discussion follow me over there 
Yeah, and you can follow me on Twitter at DecimalGary. That's it for this episode. Until next time, Guardians out. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.